This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Cheryl, this was really fun episode. Oh, boy. I yes, know it it's about Britney Spears, but there yeah. is still a lot of we talk cover about a lot Babs. of other people. Some, yeah, somehow we cover a lot of other people. A lot of sexy people. <laughs> we cover a lot of very sexy people. Yes, yes. And there's an appearance from a clown horn. Huh? <laughs> well, you just spilled the beans. <laughs> But people don't know that that was me. I learned how to do the clown horn. Well, they do know now because you just said people don't know that was me. <laughs> I So I am, usually it's you and I have spilled some beans. But you're still going to love hearing about this documentary. Yeah. Do you want to say your thing? I do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Framing Britney Spears. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig. Hey, Cheryl. <laughs> uh, Why do you suppose it's so hard for us to get into an episode? I don't know because it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a we- It doesn't, you know, how do you bring it up? Now, I, I feel like we've talked about this before, but do you think when things are safer in life that we yeah. will meet in person? I think that would be nice. Don't you? Yeah. I was just curious if you would, if you would feel like. If I like, never want to see you. Yeah. I, can, yeah. I will only want to talk to you over a weird. Zoom. T- Zoom. Yeah. Um, I have so many questions about this documentary. I don't know if I have the answers, but I have some thoughts. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. Very curious to hear your thoughts as well. <laughs> Do you want to tell people what it is? Mm, Yeah. So today we're talking about Framing Britney Spears. So Framing Britney Spears is a 2021 TV documentary directed by Samantha Stark. It profiles the rise of pop star Britney Spears, her place within American culture, and the recent hashtag Free Britney movement that has centered around concerns about Britney's conservatorship. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. Conservatorship. How do you say it, Tig? I I don't. (laughs) Overseen by her father. The film was produced by the New York Times and is distributed by Hulu and FX. I watched this right when it came out before I knew that we would be doing this. I did it solely because I was interested in seeing it. Was it what you thought it would be? Well, I learned a lot. I mean, I realized that um, kind of similarly to how I felt when we watched Tiger Woods, I realized I haven't followed that closely with what's been going on. I thought that Britney Spears was a child who became famous. Mm-hmm. That and is then, true so far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Went off the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, 
did things like she shaved her head we all shaved know that. her head yeah. and like um mm-hmm. hit her umbrella on a car mm-hmm. you know it was just stuff just sort of background noise where you're like yeah. okay those celebrities are nuts yeah and, yeah and married a guy that people were making fun of and I didn't realize that her father controlled all of her money I had no idea about that well right so that's what this documentary is a lot of it is about her conservatorship mm-hmm. <laughs> um so so britney spears is a grown woman yeah. who her father has been in control of her money and her life choices right mm-hmm. yeah so it's odd and it's hard to understand how it happened and why it's still happening and people are freaking out that it's still happening let, let's just listen to so, so just so everyone knows she's Brittany is from a small town in Louisiana she got an agent in New York and what I find very interesting is that her parents really struggled financially but they knew that it was very important to Brittany to pursue this entertainment career so they worked hard to let her go to New York to try to be a uh, um, a, a Britney Spears to try to <laughs> try to be a Britney Spears. So I think that's a part of uh, it's a big part of the puzzle for me because I think people are very happy to attack her dad, Jamie Spears. Mm-hmm. Do you like hate her dad after watching this? I feel like I don't know all of the information. That's how I feel. I feel like it was weird that the New York Times is, you know, doing this documentary because I felt like it was very one-sided. Yeah, I was watching it thinking, okay, if she is on drugs and she is being reckless and putting her life or her children's lives in danger, then it seems like she probably needs somebody to handle her life. Right. But if that is something that she's recovered from that's long gone and she's done work on it, then it seems like I need to write a hashtag free Britney at some point. But I feel like I don't have all of the answers. Yeah, I feel like I don't have all of the answers either. Or even enough of the answers. Yeah. You want to start out with um, Kim Kanan. Mm-hmm. Of Jive Records. Mm-hmm. By the way, why is it called Jive? Jive Records. That's like 1970. I mean, do people even say the word Jive anymore? I mean... Do you say Jive? I'm going to go... Well, yeah, if somebody is... Well... When do you say Jive? When do you... Well, when somebody's doing what? Well, when somebody is... Is Jive talking? I'm, I'm, yeah, if, I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't said it more to you. I don't need no more of your Jive talking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hope that... You're, yes. You really mean it when you say that you're going to start using Jive Talking more because I would appreciate that. Well, I'm hoping you will stop with your Jive Talking. <laughs> I'm not going to start using Jive Talking more. I'm just hoping that there is going to be a day where you will stop all of your Jive, Jive talking. talking. Okay, so Kim Kanan from Jive Records talks about mm-hmm. her interactions with Britney's parents. Mm-hmm. Let's just hear this for one second. Her mother would do whatever it took personally and for the family's sake for Britney to be a star. Lynn supported Britney. I want to say Lynn because I never talked to her father. The only thing Jamie ever said to me was, my daughter's going to be so rich, she's going to buy me a boat. That's all I'm going to say about Jamie. Okay. And I'm sorry, that woman is from Jive Records? <laughs> Kim is from Jive Records. That's, I think, the biggest issue. That's the biggest issue I have with this documentary is the way this woman looks. Like, if she, if, if, if I were a singer or musician mm-hmm. and somebody told me they had set up a meeting with Jive Records mm-hmm. and she walked in uh-huh. with her briefcase <laughs> and said, hello, I'm... I'm Kim Kanan. I'm Kim from Jive Records and put her briefcase on the desk and mm-hmm. clicked open the briefcase mm-hmm. and then got out, you know, record contracts mm-hmm. and stuff. I would feel like I was being scammed. Yeah. She, she, she looks like somebody that 
maybe belongs to a small town church. Yeah, she looks like a bit of a church lady. This is a white woman with which is fine and great. It's fine. Jo- if you're you know, a white a woman of, that goes to a, a church to, to club, church fine, that's but, fantastic. But don't start jive records. Yeah, <laughs> no, because you want to meet somebody. You would be excited about that person that shows up, like in the I don't know the pants in a suit. limousine. Like yeah, in with a the long stretch limousine. Yes. Like some sort of hat. They have to be wearing some sort of weird hat. Yeah, you got to put a hat on. You got to smoke a cigar. Somebody's got to smoke a cigar. You got to crack open the whiskey. You can't have a secretarial looking Mm -mm. perm and uh, a floral shirt (laughs) or blouse. That's a blouse. That's not a shirt. I, I think I've only used the word blouse twice. Well, it was called for in this. Yeah. And she probably didn't start Jive Records, right? Well, even that Jive Records hired her and said, yeah, we want you to represent us. It's a little shocking (laughs) that she's going into clubs and Santa flashing her card. And everyone's like, oh, gosh, the woman from Jive Records is here. And they're like, where? And they're like, right there. Where? Which one? That one right there. With the white lady with, with the, the sandals on, <laughs> with the blouse and the and the and the gardening tennis shoes, right over there. She's carrying oh a pail full of flowers. Uh, right there, she's here to sign us. Yeah. She also brought us some fresh baked cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would be like getting signed by her. As you sit there, you were and like, she's huh. like, I made you some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so kim so that yeah so that was kim from jive records and which i also didn't find that i don't know that her dad said my daughter's gonna be so rich she's gonna buy me a boat one day that to me too crazy i don't find that too crazy no that's like a little fantasy right he's not saying i want her to pay all my bills right he's not saying we're gonna get her a record deal because I want a boat. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it wasn't like an angry... People can... T- and it might be. It might, it be. might be. It might be. That's the other but thing. people can take a sound bite yeah. and use it in any way. You know what it reminds me of? Yeah, tell me. Is, and I've always wanted to do this in my stand-up, but I can't quite find the right angle. But I've always found it so hilarious. Yes. When there is somebody running from the police. Mm-hmm. And they show all the different pictures of the person, mm-hmm. of their different looks. Mm-hmm. And it looks so criminal. But it's also just, okay, he has a mustache here. Oh, he has a goatee <laughs> here. He has, <laughs> he, you, you know what it is? Yeah. There's a slant. Yeah, he's got his hand in, in the pocket of his hoodie. And it's like, yeah. what? Yeah, or, or just he's wearing a hoodie in one picture. He's yeah. got a mustache in another picture. He's got a... <laughs> And they're just like, here he is changing his looks over the years. And it's like, I doubt that's exactly what's happening. He just has a hoodie on his head. He has a mustache here. He has a goatee. Oh, he's got boots on. (laughs) Here he is at a Halloween party and he's a pumpkin. (laughs) So people can make it anything they want. Exactly. I understand. I also don't want to seem out of the gate like we're... All for no. Mr. Spears. No. We're just reasonable people. We are. I feel like we are Except reasonable. for all your jive talking. But oh, go ahead. Oh, my God. Please. Oh, my God. <laughs> so when she started out, Brittany's mom asked this woman, Felicia mm-hmm. Culotta, if she would tour with Brittany and stay with Brittany and sort of watch over her because Brittany's parents also had a young kid at home Brittany's sister mm-hmm. and this woman I mean did you just love Felicia very nice she was very sweet very down to Seemed earth to really love Brittany and yeah. care about her yes mm-hmm. so that seemed to work for a while right but as a parent mm, yeah is there anybody that you would send cat mm. around the world with yeah, I have like a, I have a few best friends that I would be uh-huh. that I would feel like, but also I would fly out there and see her. I would not, mm-hmm. I wouldn't let it go unchecked for so long. That seems 
Well, how often are you going to fly and meet Kat while she's touring? While she's touring the globe uh, as a pop star. Oh, once a month. How about you? Once a month. Yeah. How about you and once the boys? a month? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What are you saying? Is that too much or too little? I don't understand what you're, why you're flabbergasted. I don't think I could do it. Do what? I don't think I could let them go. First of all, if they want to be pop stars yeah. or actors, the answer is no until they're 18. See, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is very interesting because you're right. When you ask, when you talk to actors and musicians and they say, oh, do your kids want to go into the business? Most of the time, the parents, you know, these actors are, they're like, I hope not. It's not even that I hope they don't. I hope they find their joy in a very fun, healthy, great way. I would not say I don't want them to act. I don't want them to play professional sports or be a comedian or musician. But if they want to, great. But they just can't do it until they are an adult. So then when they turn 18, it's fine for them to tour around the country without you? Um, well, you know, I'm hoping that they'll both want to live at our house for the rest of their lives. But... <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> oh my god cut to these guys are gonna be 40 like sitting in the basement yeah we need to get playing a video games <laughs> no I, I don't know i i think that yeah i would have to let them go do what they want what if cat wanted to i feel the same way like i would not want her to do it at a young age mm-hmm. because it's it's too much for a young mind to process yeah and just like in this documentary what Brittany experiences she's a young girl mm-hmm. and she rises to fame very quickly and people start grown adults are getting into her business in a way that's creepy yeah yeah it's very bizarre i mean so we have um a little clip with diane sawyer who has been criticized a lot from this mm-hmm. She hasn't responded to the criticism, right? Not that I know of. I don't think so. But I never talked to Diane. But she was interviewing um, Brittany, and this is one of the questions that she asked. Mm -hmm. Brittany Spears has upset a lot of mothers in this country, starting with the wife of the governor of Maryland. Really, if I had an opportunity to to shoot Brittany Spears, I think I would. Oh, that's horrible. That's really bad. Because of the example for kids and how hard it is to be a parent. Well, that's really sad that she said that. Ew. I'm not here to, you know, babysit her kids. I like her response there. I know. And, (laughs) and, I mean, yeah, what is Diane Sawyer's point of echoing? Right. A grown woman who is saying she wishes she could shoot her because of... Her influence. I know. Instead of Diane Sawyer saying, wow, that is so highly inappropriate and alarming. And that even that her saying that got any oxygen and people are showing it or people have heard it was beyond the scope of what's acceptable. And then for Diane Sawyer to say, yeah, here's her saying this. How does that make you feel? It's like, yeah, I mean, Brittany's response was so perfect. Right. Was just, ew, that's... I know. And it was very sweet because she's a young girl and she's like, ew. Yeah. It's really indicative of how things have changed and what's acceptable. Mm. Um, Mm. And Britney Spears is such a marker for that because Mm. at that time, it was so acceptable to just, as they've talked about in the documentary, late night hosts and, you know, people... uh, What is it when... Fodder. Roasting Mm. and yeah, fodder, all that. It was so acceptable and there was such a a detached way that that, that people function. Right, where we don't even think about Britney Spears as having real feelings. Emotion, yeah. Yeah. Once again, and when we're talking about a young girl, I mean, we just talked to Billie Eilish's mom, Maggie Baird, Mm -hmm. was on our Mm -hmm. show and it was interesting because... She and Patrick, the dad, Mm -hmm. they really thought about all of this. You know, they, Mm -hmm. and she explained it really well. She said it's a very um, complicated world, the music world. And there's a lot that Mm -hmm. goes into it. And Maggie, um, you know, when we were saying, well, why don't you get a new um, house 
<laughs> that's bigger well, than Well, you were saying that. <laughs> that's bigger than like three rooms and she was like, "Well, what if all this disappears tomorrow?" Yeah. But you know, they have this healthy attitude and with Billy and they want to make sure that she knows who she is in her heart and that she's loved. And when you watch this with Britney Spears, you don't I did not certainly did not feel that that connection with her parents. And I didn't understand where her mom was in all of this. Did you understand mm-hmm. where her mom was in all of this? No, not at all. Because, yeah, so she she gets very famous, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where I even heard of her. <laughs> and then people start making fun of her. Actually, uh, honestly, I was dating somebody when Britney Spears came out. Mm-hmm. And I so did not understand it was before she was what she was she was just kind of hitting Uh and people were buying her records and all that but I remember I mean being supportive of my girlfriend at the time that she liked Britney Spears but I remember thinking that it was a child Uh yeah I don't know I was I was confused and it took a while for Britney Spears to kind of reveal herself to me and for me to understand what this phenomenon was well I think she really I mean no offense to your girlfriend I don't know how old she was at the time but um a lot of Britney's Britney's fans were young girls right but there were also adults that thought it was really fun to like Britney Spears a lot of adults some (laughs) Just in that fun kind of like, um, hey, cheeky way like, of like Turn up the radio and like sing yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. Um, so she gets really famous. And here's where I have trouble sort of tracking the story. Mm. When you're talking about the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. So she had to have one in place be- because... Because she, she shaved her head? She was young. No, because she was young? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I, I assumed it was... But who was it before it was her dad? I don't know. I I would assume that her business managers and parents and everybody was handling her money before. And then when she turned 18, that maybe she had control of it. And maybe she lost control of her life in some way. And it was ruled in favor of her father. Yeah. The timeline is weird. Okay, let's just go through the timeline for one second. Mm -hmm. So she becomes this huge superstar, right? Right. She meets Justin Timberlake. Oh, were they both Mm -hmm. Musketeers? He was a (laughs) Musketeer. Was it? Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of her husband. (laughs) So it is hard to like, you know, take it all seriously when it's like the two Musketeers get together and people are fascinated by it. Yeah. It's like, why are people, why were people so, they were fascinated by, by, the Musketeers. I, I think also because Britney Spears was so objectified in this right. sexual way and she was a Musketeer mm. and that they were publicly claiming to not be having sex, which... Right. Which pe- everybody... Having sex. Well, we don't know that for sure. Yes, How we do. We know? She said no. I think Justin has since said, yes, they were having <laughs> sex. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Which is well, the no. case. Of, hold on a second. I'm oh. still doing this. <laughs> Which is often the case when people are saying they're not having sex. They are having sex. Okay. Uh, thank God we got through that. Um, There's more. No, no, no. Please, please. We get it. Okay. We get it. People lie about having sex. Yeah. In both directions, by the way. People lie and say, yes, I had sex. And people. Isn't that another boy band? Both directions? <laughs> There's one Justin Timberlake. He was in. What one was direction. He in? One, five, five guys. I don't know. No, that's a hamburger place. Five guys? Well, what a, five guys pizza. <laughs> five guys. He was in that <laughs> boys band. And then, and then, and then uh, there was directions. the other boys band. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Okay, we, should we go back to uh, Diane Sawyer again for one second? Because uh-huh. here's her interviewing Britney Spears. This is also weird. So this is right after they broke up, after Justin and Britney. After the Musketeers. I don't want to spill the up. beans, but they did not stay together. <laughs> <laughs> They're not together. And I think they made national headlines. <laughs> I definitely think they made national headlines. What you just said earlier, you didn't think they made national well, headlines. Well, I've changed my mind. You're right. Oh, because people are saying they're I not mean, they having mean... sex. They are having sex. Oh, my God. Let's listen to the clip. Yes. I have to ask a couple of things about Justin. Okay, of course. He has gone on television and pretty much said, you broke his heart. You did something that caused him so much pain, so much suffering. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? What did you do to that poor, beautiful, innocent Musketeer. <laughs> what did you do to him, Brittany? I mean, what were these questions? How old was she? She was young at this point. Yeah, I, I can't, I feel like, just trying to imagine sitting down with a child and being, being so like, serious. Yeah. Hey. What did you hey, do? Hey, what did you do what, to that what did you, you? to that guy? Yeah. He's never going to be the same. Mm-mm. Little 17-year-old. Oh, little 17-year-old. <laughs> Listen to me, little 17. <laughs> you have, you 17. have ruined his oh. life. But then, okay, listen. They broke up and then she marries Let me ask you something first. Okay. Before she married Kevin Federline, she married another guy. I don't know if it was before or after. Oh, in Vegas. Yes. And I, so. For a day. For 55 hours. And I only know this because I am friends with Jason Alexander, the actor, uh-huh. Jason Alexander. And we were talking okay. one day and he said, Britney Spears married a guy named Jason Alexander. Mm. <laughs> he said, he said he was just like minding his business one day and he's getting hundreds of texts and phone calls like, did you just marry Britney Spears? (laughs) (laughs) People were freaking out. Like, are you in Vegas? Did you just marry Britney Spears? He's like, what the fuck is going on out there? I vaguely remember hearing that. (laughs) Can you imagine it's like <laughs> Britney Spears <laughs> ran off with Jason, with Jason Alexander <laughs> from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh. oh, I saw this coming. <laughs> once, <laughs> once things once, ended with Justin Timberlake, and she once went those straight two were in the same room to Jason Alexander. <laughs> 
And then once that was over, she's going to go to Kevin Federline. <laughs> she goes she's from... going to make a pit stop to Jason Alexander. Before she goes to Kevin Federline. And you know, oh um, my God. Um, Stephanie made a really interesting point yeah. that I didn't even think about. There was so much made about what a loser, how trashy Kevin Federline was, you know, or like stupid or yeah, just, like they, bad, people were just whatever it was. Yeah. Like they yeah, didn't like him. Trash. For, I couldn't tell just you why. Though. So many things. Right. And she was saying if he appeared on a red carpet today, people would think he was the most handsome. He's dressed back then the way people dress now. And he's got the same vibe that people have ah. now that are taken seriously and people find them attractive and handsome. And he was treated so terribly as well when she married him. Yeah. Why? Because he wasn't a Mouseketeer and that's what everybody right. wanted and, to see. Well, he was all tattooed. Yeah, and, the tats. And, yeah. The stick yeah, and pokes. Probably not. He probably had professionals do it. His vibe is so the vibe that people have now. Right. But people did not want to see it. They thought that, oh no, Britney's going off the deep end with this guy. And then she has kids with him. Yeah. And then things get really, things are really, things are going off the rails now because the paparazzi is after Britney Spears so much. I was out to eat in Los Angeles. Have you been to Pache? Mm -mm. It's just, it's a really cool restaurant. And I was there one night having dinner and there's this side area where there's a booth mm-hmm. where you can just kind of, it's very private, sort of the sneak little in booth. And, mm-hmm. Very small restaurant though, mm-hmm. tiny restaurant. And I remember while I was having dinner, Britney Spears came there with her dog while she was in the middle of this crisis mm-hmm. and sat in that booth mm-hmm. and had dinner. And there was paparazzi all over. Just waiting for her to step outside of the restaurant. Meanwhile, having no idea that I was in there. Paparazzi didn't know. They didn't know that you were in there. They didn't know. And if they did. She she overshadowed. Even you. Yeah, me. That's hard to believe. Do you get paparazzi'd? Uh, I like that you use it as a verb. Not usually, but I do remember mm-hmm. there were places that you go or mm-hmm. back in the day. I mean, now that there's been a pandemic, I think it's, what? it's. I mean, there's no paparazzi if people aren't hanging outside. But uh, oh, right, right. I remember like being in Beverly Hills and walking around and I was with Kat. She was little. Mm-hmm. She was like I mean, three or four. And uh, they wouldn't stop following me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, guys, I am not doing anything interesting. Mm-hmm. Like go somewhere else. This is not, it's nothing. We're walking, you know, mm-hmm. and it's weird because they're walking backwards and now I'm worried that they're going to fall off the curb and they're going to hurt themselves and blah, blah, blah. What, so I don't usually get it. But once in a while, if somebody, you know, they'll, it's like a, if one person says, oh, there's such and such, then they all decide, oh, this is a big, this is exciting over here, over here. And you're like, <laughs> Who are you talking about? Do you get it? Do you get paparazzi'd? Um, I like how you use that. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to start using it. I probably get paparazzi'd as often as you do. I mean, I've gotten it before very uncomfortably when I left therapy once. <laughs> <laughs> and then another time when I was leaving a coffee shop, my friend Martha Kelly, who... Um, was on the show Baskets mm-hmm. before she was as known as she is now. We were just having coffee and uh, we left and this guy had his video camera and he was saying, Tick, you know, walking backwards mm-hmm. and talking to me. And Martha, who is the most reclusive, quiet, shy person, when he appeared with his cam- his huge, those cameras are huge. Yeah. And, um, she got so startled, and I'm not exaggerating. She jumped into the bushes while we were walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, 
and I was I was trying to explain to her that um, they they weren't trying to film her. <laughs> there was no there was no reason <laughs> for her to jump into the bushes. She injured herself with twigs, and you know she was so. You have to understand her, or know her. Um, she's a frightened little feral animal. Well, I mean, it is it is a little terrifying because people are they're coming at you and. They really won't leave you alone until you mm-hmm. get into your car. And even then, they're all standing around your car and you can't really drive away. I mean, and I'm talking about my paparazzi compared to Britney Spears' paparazzi <laughs> is probably a little different. <laughs> but when you watch yeah. this film, you see these guys, and they're mostly guys, not that mm-hmm. it matters, but they're invasive. They do this thing where they try to act like your friend, but they're not. It's, I know it's the weird. They're hey Tim, hey. what's going on? How's your day going? <laughs> How's Stephanie and the kids? How are the boys? What are they like four now? And you're just like, who are you? It's who? weird. It's- Where's Stephanie? <laughs> Were you just out for a walk, having lunch? What's going on? I I true. I, please. <laughs> Yeah. Are you supposed to be like, are you supposed to just give in and just be, oh, things are good. Stephanie's <laughs> home doing laundry and Max, he's not feeling well today. He's home from school and oh, Finn's so into baseball. Like you would have to be uh, mentally ill, yeah, right? Yes. 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 Just talking into a camera with a stranger. Yes. Just, yeah. oh, I just got out of therapy. I have some really <laughs> deeply rooted issues. Haven't figured them out yet. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'm, here next week, guys. Struggling <laughs> through life, you know. So, okay, back to Brittany. So she, so she just had this baby, and now, you know, the paparazzi is hounding her and following her, and then they take a video of her in her car with her infant on her lap driving. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, it's not great. It's not great. If you pulled up to a light and you saw Britney Spears with a baby on her lap. I probably you... want to take a picture because I would be like, oh. Th- oh, is... I can make some money with the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> You'd paparazzi her. I would, I would just be like, somebody needs to uh, intervene. Have a talk. Uh-huh. Like, this is... Would you go over there and knock on her car window and say, um, I know we're just at a red light, but you have a baby on your lap? Um, I don't think so. Because she knows she has a baby on her lap. You're not breaking news. Right. Do you? Would you? Would you get out of your car and knock on the window? I might, actually. I might go over and, and knock on the window and say... Um, is there something I can help you with? Right. Um, and, and I see the car seat be... in the back seat. Can I can I help you yeah. get, get that? Can baby I help in? you get the baby in there? But you or... know what's weird about that is there was a, another adult in the car, right? In the passenger seat. Am I crazy? But they were doing that to flee the paparazzi, right? Yes. It's kind of like get attacked or trampled by but, these. But why not? If you're gonna have the baby in your lap, and I'm not saying anybody should keep their baby on their lap when they're driving a car, but Oh, it's hard to understand when you talk like that. <laughs> let the other adult drive the car and sit in the back seat with your baby on the lap. Right? Why do you want a baby? I don't on the want lap a baby a on my car. lap. That's why I was saying it that way. No, I'm saying nobody, nobody drive with a baby on your lap. It's never a good idea. But if you have to, I mean, people do it in New York all the time. Well, and people did it all the time before the 80s. Right. I mean, you just like plop a baby in the car seat and hope they don't tump over. T- is tump a word? Nope. Yes. It's Southern dialect. T- are you saying T-U-M-P? Yeah. How do you spell tump? Mm. T-U-M-P. <laughs> it's not a word. If we it were playing is, Scrabble, I- if we were playing Scrabble and I said, t- and I put down the word tump, uh huh, would you be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, you, you just got absolutely. 12 points. It's, <laughs> it is Southern dialect, There's Cheryl. No I'm surprised you don't. No Tump. Oh, Google it right now. I'm going to Google it Google right it now. Google it right. Everybody pause Please. the episode yes. and Google Tump. T-U-M-P. To tump. To, to knock tump. something over. A small. This is what I have. Tump. Tump does come up, but it says a small rounded hill or mound. 
or a clump of trees, shrubs, or grass. Google deeper. Google <laughs> deeper. Saying, by the way, they're all nouns. It's okay. not a verb. It's no hey, I don't know the difference between nouns and verbs. I have a seventh <laughs> oh, no. grade education. And we have to go through this. Every podcast, we have to talk about our education. How dumb I am. <laughs> but Google deeper. It's tump. Do Google tump in Southern okay, dialect. Look, I'm looking. At, okay, now I'm looking at Urban Dictionary. Yeah, tump. Uh, it says, hey, yo, you try and go tump right quick. Hmm. A Canadian way to say you're going to no, Google smoke. Southern dialect Ugh. and tump. Tig, Southern we're, dialect. We're getting off This track. is why people pay a no. lot of money. <laughs> so just, just Google it. I'm Googling it. Here's an article by Texas Monthly. Talk like a Texan. Is tumping Texan? I believe it is. I lived in Texas for oh years, and we tump things over there. All right? All right. Well, let's agree to disagree. Let's tump it. <laughs> let's, let's, why did we even say tump? Well, because you don't want oh, to tump, tump a baby. Over. We don't want the baby to tump over. Yeah. See, now you're using it Oh, and I'm never going to use them. <laughs> um, okay. If there's anybody out there who uses the word tump, I would like to hear from you because I... But let's not clog the social media and email uh, <laughs> okay. airways with all the tump. Okay, you know what else I thought was weird about this? Hmm. Tell me if this did not strike you. So at some point, at some point, mm-hmm. she's trying to get her father away from being the conservator, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she hires an attorney named Mr. Streisand. Sorry, I don't, I'm very immature, and that struck me as funny, and I. <laughs> and would you not hire an attorney named Mr. Streisand? Mr. Streisand? I guess I would, but I would always laugh every time I said it. I don't know why. I feel like there's only one Streisand. There's not. <laughs> there are, there's... I'm sure there are lots of Streisands In out fact, there. she has a son. Bar- Barbara? Babs. You think his last name is Streisand? I don't know. <laughs> Well, she came from some Streisands, right? Yeah, there. I'm sure there are other. But you Streisands. feel like her whole family? She's the end of the family tree. That was. The I think last she's Streisand. the one and only. Okay. She's the one, and you know, she came to my house for game night once. Have I told you that? No. Yeah, I was throwing a party for my friend. She's... Oh, I guess we're gonna hear this story. <laughs> I was just throwing a party for my friend, who, uh, you know, she's one of those people that's like, I know exactly what I want at this party. So why don't I just do it for you? Which I'm like, great. Mm -hmm. So all I'm doing is saying you can, everybody can come to the house. But so she had control over, you know, who was invited and this and that. And she was like, Barbara's coming. And I was like, oh, okay, Barbara who? And she's like, "Uh, Barbara Streisand. Were you thinking Barbara Bush? (laughs) (laughs) I think. She should have said Babs is coming. Mm, that, That would have been clear. Yeah, then you know. So I was like, okay, fine. I thought, mm-hmm. of course, she's not coming to play running charades. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, she shows up. And I'm like, uh, hey, we have a taco truck. Could, <laughs> could, could we get you a taco? And she's <laughs> like, I would love one. What kind? I was like, whatever you want. There, There's chicken beef or um, pork and she's like I'll take the pork which I thought was interesting um and I was like wow uh okay and then later she said it was one of the most delicious tacos she's ever had Cheryl that is (laughs) Is is one of the greatest stories (laughs) well I'm just saying I just I hope you keep that fresh in your story Rolodex (laughs) I'm just saying it because she was very down to earth in a way that uh, I did not. She ordered pork tacos. (laughs) Well, I thought if I said there's a taco truck that she'd be like, no, thank you. Shut it down. No, thank you. I'm Babs. (laughs) I don't eat. I don't eat from a taco truck. That's what I was was expecting. And she was quite the opposite. And we couldn't pry pry her from that taco (laughs) truck. Babs, get off the pork. Um, Stephanie and I went and saw her in concert Mm. and she ended um, one of her songs with you bet your ass (laughs) (laughs) she finished the song 
we, like the, the like the last word that came out of her mouth in the song was ass finished and then you bet your ass <laughs> we laughed so hard in fact Stephanie posted it on Instagram but um we were also fascinated because her concert seems to be completely scripted oh her banter in between songs she had a teleprompter oh. and she was reading between what? songs hey really, Orlando yeah. It's good yeah. to be here. Exactly. I mean, I hate to toot my own horn, but back to me for a second. <laughs> I wish you had a different horn. I really wish you had a different horn. That is like a weird clown horn. Okay. Forget I said that. But then Barbara invite, invited me over to her house for dinner. Okay. And oh, the story continues. <laughs> Wait, was she serving pork? <laughs> no, I think it was fish. But one thing that I thought was very, I didn't know this about her, but maybe you do. She has a lot of dolls. Do you know this? <laughs> I did not know this. <laughs> so when you walk into her house, there yeah. are dolls everywhere, like on her stairs. There I are have the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think if you came over to my house and I had a gigantic doll collection i would be like uh-huh yeah okay like, that makes stephanie sense. left me i've been drinking and i've yeah, but i got i've these been dolls. on amazon <laughs> online shopping <laughs> I, have, I have dolls but anyway that i thought people might want to know that about barbara she that you she's, bet your ass <laughs> she's down the earth and she has a lot of dolls <laughs> and she's, you know, she's very cool. She's funny and she's, you know. Wait, is having your house full of dolls, like hoarding dolls, is that down to earth? Well, first of all, I never said hoard. You did. No, no, I did you not. You said hoard. No, I, said I did talk. not. Collect. She collects <laughs> dolls. And is that down to earth? Well, I mean, I don't think it has to do with being. <laughs> I don't think it has right. to do with being down. I'm just saying, she is the type that she's like, go ahead, put your feet up on the coffee table. Don't worry about it. And you would not expect that from Barbara. And Str did she actually say, put your feet up on the coffee? Yes. Table? Okay. Because I went into her screening room. You know what? It's not about me. Let's get back to this. So it was just you having dinner by yourself, and then you wandered into the. No, screening it was room? me and and Bobby and her and. Uh, Mr. Streisand and James Brolin, yeah. Babs and then we and had Jim. then we had dinner, and then we watched a movie in their screening room. Great. Okay. And what'd you have? Fish. You said. Fish. Mm -hmm. Okay, Tig. Listen, mm -hmm. we got to get back on track here. Mm -hmm. So back back to Brittany. She's she has a lot of issues, right? She's going off the rails. She's getting divorced. Kevin Federline wants custody of the children and she ends up losing custody of her children was she in fact on drugs i don't know i mean that's mm -hmm. the problem i don't know and but i do know that it's difficult to lose custody of your children as a yeah. mother i think mm -hmm. um i think you really have to show the court that there are extreme reasons why oh right i think remember that when she locked herself in the closet and was there was some moment, I can't remember if she was threatening something, but I feel like that was a really pivotal moment because she... Once again, we're really focused on the documentary and the details that we're supposed to be... <laughs> I mean, would it kill us to take notes when we watch these documentaries? <laughs> I think she was locked, locked herself in a closet. I don't remember that at all, but... Uh, or maybe she was locked in her house. I, I just, I feel like there was something where she had her kids. I feel like that was a pivotal moment where she maybe lost um, some credibility as a parent. I mean, she was going out a lot. She was hanging out with Paris Hilton and... Um, Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. Uh -huh. So, I don't know that. But by the way, I don't think people lose, lose custody of their children for hanging out with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. There was probably more involved than Right. We I know. mean, there's people that are homeless and on drugs that the courts give yeah. an opportunity to over and over and over yeah. again. To... But, yeah. So, so Mr. Streisand found out that 
he could not get involved. James Bolin? <laughs> Brolin. Brolin. <laughs> Whatever. He, 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 he found so out. So Babs and James <laughs> find out. He found out that he could not get involved because there were medical um, records that he was not allowed to see. Mm-hmm. And so the conservatorship stayed as per. Yeah. So it started this whole movement of brief, brief Britney. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hashtag brief Britney. (laughs) That's, that's going to be, that merch is going to fly off the shelves. Hashtag brief (laughs) Britney. It started, it started people online with a hashtag free Britney because they felt like, the dad, the dad, uh, was controlling her. At some yeah. point, she checked into a mental facility, mm-hmm. and even though the report is that she checked in on her own accord, her fans are sure that somehow the dad is behind manipulating it. it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's hard to know what is actually going on. There are probably two sides of the story that we just don't. There see. usually is. <laughs> oh. yes it feels like this documentary has certainly gotten the conversation going and a lot of newfound interest in is she being wronged is she being controlled right her will right and i think that whatever the case it's important that the film was made so that yeah, it's shining a light on it, and people can check on her in some sort of way. I mean, mm-hmm. am I crazy, or is it... Yes. <laughs> is it slightly weird that there are free Britney activists? Like, somebody who calls themselves a free Britney activist? I felt that way. I felt a little torn about that, because it does just seem like they're just fans Mm -hmm. um but then the other side of it is gosh if she is being abused in some way good thing that they're um, activists out there motivated am i doing it good yeah (laughs) can you do it faster oh well for some reason it got higher yeah Gosh, I now I like it. Okay, um, <laughs> take, we have to wind it. We have to wind it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to record uh, an, oh, another okay. podcast. It's not an award winning place or actually award nominated. Not I'm sorry. appropriate to be talking oh. about it. Right? Don't ask point. Tig. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so just to wind it down, mm-hmm. there have been some apologies since this. Um, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. Who had said, you know, on a a radio talk show that he had effed her? (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? I do. (laughs) I mean, so he's since said he's deeply sorry for the times in his life where his actions contributed to the problem. Something Mm -hmm. like that. And so how how do you feel about that? Do you feel like it's good that he apologized? Do you feel like... Uh, it's too little, too late. Well, I think it's nice. Does it feel like you're apologizing? Um, not because you're sorry, but because you want to save your career? I don't know. I felt like it. I thought it was nice. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, you know, what a decent human being could do. Yeah. You can't turn back time. For sure. Yeah. I was just curious how you felt. Oh, how did you? How do you feel? I, I feel the same. I feel like there's always time and room for an apology. It yeah. obviously doesn't mean that it's going to be accepted, but right. um, but you certainly appreciate it more when people do that rather than not. Um, yeah, yeah. Diane Sawyer. Hey, Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. Hello, we know you're listening. <laughs> oh. Now you're doing it. Do you think Diane Sawyer's listening? Yes. Hello, Diane. She is folding her laundry and listening to this. (laughs) 
Trust me, I know this to be true. So is Babs. Hey, Babs. Okay, listen. Let's head. It's you bet your ass. <laughs> and then could you see it in the uh, teleprompter? You bet your ass. Yeah. Oh. You go to Stephanie's. Um, Her go IG? to Stephanie's Instagram okay. and and look for the um, clip of okay. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> so okay. Funny. Listen, it's time for Happily it Ever basically, After oh. It basically, ending the song with You Bet Your Ass feels like ending a song with Shabang! <laughs> Shaboom! <laughs> I'm going to start ending a lot of conversations with You Bet Your Ass. <laughs> you Bet Your Ass! <laughs> anyway. Maybe auditions. Right before mm-hmm. you walk out the door, you're like, You Bet Your Ass! <laughs> I would do Shabang! <laughs> And then leave. <laughs> okay, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? No. No, I didn't either. Oh, this one's so awkward. I mean, I, I don't even want to talk about if we were attracted to anybody. Why is that awkward? I don't know. It's always weird when I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's like young people, although I guess she's like, Middle well, it doesn't have to be Britney Spears. Right. It can be anybody. Well, who? Mr. Streisand? <laughs> Babs. I'd love to take Babs out for a pork taco. <laughs> now that I know what she loves to eat. Hey, Babs, it's Tega. Listen, call me back. I'd love to take you out for a pork taco, babe. Babs, babe, whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm just nervous. Anyway, oh, click. I uh, like her so much. Oh my god. I mean, I wouldn't mind being stuck in an elevator with with Barbara Streisand. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. This wasn't really about Barbara Streisand, she and smells- she's not in the documentary at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just now it's gone to the point. Are you attracted to anyone that we've <laughs> mentioned? <laughs> oh my god uh, oh. what if you're stuck in an elevator with babs and she sniffs pork tacos in your purse uh, you mean i have them in my purse and she's yeah, like hey heinz i hey, i can smell it i can you've smell taken you've it. taken this to a ridiculous place tig uh, okay who are you attracted to jason alexander yeah I'll say Jason Alexander. Who are you attracted to? Babs. <laughs> I said I want to take her out for a pork taco. What? Now that I have that inside scoop, I'm going to look now, so now good you know. when I take her to a taco truck. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Babs, get any pork taco you want. It's on my dime. I'm paying for it with my podcast cash. Uh... By the way, I think one of our producers, Gabby, Uh was the person that got Barbara the tacos from the taco truck. Oh, wait. The story story goes on. (laughs) We should have Gabby in as a special guest for a follow-up episode about Barbara Streisand's taco truck. A very special Barbara Streisand taco truck uh, episode okay listen i think that's it. i think that's gonna do, do it do you think we could get babs on the show oh boy i don't know i want to say no do you have her phone number uh maybe email i definitely have her email or her people's email <laughs> yeah i'm sure you, <laughs> you have her there's really nothing to brag about is it? oh i know her rep like <laughs> Her rep who reps 50 other people. <laughs> that you can Google. <laughs> um, should we move into, you want to hear some true fan mail? Of course, of course. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? You read it. I don't really have my glasses on. Um, so these, these are real um, People letters. believe they're real. <laughs> I don't I don't know. People aren't listening going, there's no way these are real. 
seems like a long one. I haven't read it yet. Okay, here we go. Dearest Tig and Cheryl, T- this I hope is- this finds you well. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, this is from Dusty M. Oh. Okay. Something embarrassing happened to me, and I have to tell someone. Oh, God, it's us. Unbeknownst to me, <laughs> the podcast app I use allows you to speed up the audio. I didn't know that I've been listening to all my podcasts for the past two years <laughs> at 1.25 times the speed. <laughs> I found out when my husband and I decided to listen together, and I insisted he had it slowed down. The worst part is, in an attempt to seem worldly, I've been telling people how podcasts are are edited so amazingly now, really making things feel fast and informative and marveling at how the host can speak so quickly and clearly at the same time. (laughs) So today I listened to True Story for the first time at normal speed. It was really hard to get used to. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Let's see. It was really hard to get used to. I've been listening to you both thinking you sounded a little manic all the time. (laughs) Now you sound super slow and awkward. Not sure if I should make myself get used to this or just resolve to live my life at 1.2 and a half times the speed from now on. P.S. You both sound much more reasonable at normal speed. At 1.25 times, you always sound just a little extra annoyed, (laughs) especially when Cheryl says her catchphrase, listen. (laughs) You know what I think we should do for Dusty M? Hmm. We should do this. Thank you (laughs) so much, Dusty M. You know what? And that way. It'll sound completely normal. Normal. I will say this. Have you ever listened to uh, to the car ads and they're like, I always thought, I always thought, how do they speak so fast? I really did not. Oh, is it sped up? (laughs) I didn't know. But it has to be. Have you ever heard how quickly that goes? Stephanie can talk so fast. Stephanie, I'm telling you, it would blow your mind. She can count. She can uh, do the alphabet. She can. She can talk that fast. So maybe it's Stephanie on the car commercials. Yeah, but also they're on medicine commercials too. Yeah, I think they're sped up. Let's. Can you do? Can you do um, your best impression of one of those commercials without mumbling? Uh, I don't know what the. um, Coming to Chevrolet for the next two years, we have a special. (laughs) So the answer is no. Can you? Do, uh, I can't. But do you want to hear? This reminded me of something that I do that makes Stephanie laugh, and maybe Uh-oh. it'll amuse you and our listeners. Mm. I think it's so funny when you call in to a place and they have a hold. Hold music. You know, they, yeah, they and not just hold music, but like a hold message. Yeah. So you call your grocery store, and it's like <laughs> you call, and they put you on hold, and it's like. Thank you for calling your neighborhood Whole Foods Market, where sunshine at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, like in the middle of like the most like, the most important upbeat. Uh, or yeah, thank you for calling your local pavilions, where the neighborhood pavilions. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, so we love hearing your messages, you guys. Oh right, right. We really do. I have to say, our fan base. I love our fan base. I do too, and it's so fun to read because they seem like they really are happy and enjoying it and laughing really hard, and that they get it, and they seem like cool people. Yes, I have found myself. When I can't go to sleep at night, or if I'm having a bad day, I'll mm. go and read reviews and hear and see what people are writing and how mm. much they love this show. And it just like, I don't know. Are you know. crying? I am about to. Oh, are God. you? <laughs> Cheryl. Oh, my gosh. Tell, ta- 
talk it through. Talk it through. I'm not gonna cry. But you're crying. <laughs> because it brings me so much joy. Okay, I'm not gonna keep talking because I will cry. She's crying. <laughs> she is crying. They're they're joyful tears. But you're touched. I'm touched. That's the thing. I'm touched. I am touched by these guys. They're I can really... tell. And I listen. I'm not crying. <laughs> um, but I am very touched. And I have noticed that I feel like the people that write in are not. They don't seem like lunatics. They don't Mm-mm. seem like weirdos. Mm, they smart. seem like funny, smart people mm-hmm. that get it. And yeah. it and it shocks and we appreciate me. Appreciate it. Shocks you? Because sometimes. There's some crazy people out there. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I agree. I completely agree. Okay. Um, that's it. Do you have anything to uh, no, promote? I'm, I'm not going to promote anything. And I don't want you going into a long... Do you have one quick thing to promote? Yeah, Since I would quickly, love... Quickly, quickly. Well, I don't, just Don't let it be anything stupid. Mention ag- nope. again that Mm-mm. my podcast, okay. Don't Ask Tig... Was nominated, nominated for points. Best Comedy Podcast. And if you haven't got my book yet, oh. it's called I'm Just a Person. Okay. I have a TV okay. series called One Mississippi. All right. So, yeah, that's exciting that, that uh, Don't Ask Tick was nominated. Special. What was the name of the um, the award it's nominated for? Ambies? Well, don't ask me. Yeah. Okay. Don't ask Tick. <laughs> Ambies? I guess the Ambies... It's the first year, and it's the audio equivalent equivalent to um, Emmys or Oscars or Grammys, right. Tonys, that whole thing. It's exciting. So, Congratulations. Well, I know you're saying it through your teeth. I am. Your big teeth. Be, <laughs> if I was going to pick out my own teeth, <laughs> I would never go this big. I told you, I think about it all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. All right. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, and Cheryl Hines. It's produced by Gabi Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really, really appreciate the reviews. You can email us at story at gmail.com. Next week, we're talking about the King of Kong. That was a HeadGum Podcast.